interesting topics to kick off your weekend. Looking at the news with an eye of faith. This is Friendly Fire with Stu Kearns on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Good Saturday morning. It's a Friendly Fire Saturday. Stu Kearns, your host. Glad to have you along. Boy, I told you last week I was going to uh, run the uh, Lincoln Half Marathon, and I run would be a very loose term for it. I uh, Man, it started out great, and it was just exactly the kind of race I wanted. And then somebody turned up the temperature, and I'm telling you what, I was just cooking like a goose the last uh, four miles. And so uh, I, I didn't exactly get the time that I had hoped for. But you know what? They give the same medal to everybody who crosses the line, and it's the finisher medal. So I got the finisher medal. I will say this. I've never finished last in my age group until this time. <laughs> and so that's uh, that's a little dose of humiliation or humbling or something I'm sure I needed. But uh, but it was a it's a great event. It's what a wonderful community event. And I hope that some of you were able to enjoy that. And you know what? Uh, I'm I'm turning 61 now and I and I was a finisher. If you say, hey, it's too late for me. There were so many people older than me, faster than me. It, your time isn't over unless you say it's over. So get out there, start with walking, maybe try a little jog, maybe work up to yourself to a, to a one mile or maybe a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, and, uh, and do something good. You'll enjoy it. And, and it is a hoot. I'll just say that. The whole thing is a ton of fun. Uh, our, my guest today is relatively new to the Lincoln community. And uh, she is uh, the executive director, is that correct title? That's right. That's right, of uh, City Impact, a group that years ago I kind of helped in the founding of. And so it's uh, great to welcome to the microphone today the new, is it the second executive director? Well, if you don't include the founder, I'm the, the second. All right, yeah. the founder, second. I'm going to go, I'm going to go second. I'm going to go to the <laughs> Christy, that, and the behind, that uh, laugh behind the microphone is Christy Goodwin. How are you? Hello, I am great. Good to, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. There, I, I, I'm embarrassed how long it took me to finally connect with you a little bit. And, I, that's, and by the way, for those who know me, know that now the, the number one way I connect with people is doing a radio episode <laughs> with them. So, uh, so thanks for being my victim. I'm, I'm not victim, my guest today. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. How, uh, how long have you been the, the executive director? Oh, about a year and five months. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just round it up to a year and a half. Okay. That that's, sounds good. That's pretty close. Uh, and uh, we, we just want to, we're going to talk about City Impact and all the stuff and, and some of the history that I was a part of, but it, things have changed so much yeah. and, uh, and so much uh, good and potential that's out there. But before we get into all of that stuff, uh, let's just learn a little bit about you. Where are you from originally? I am from Chicago. I, yes, I've been in Chicago all my life. I'm a PK, and so I've been in the church scene all my life. Basically, oh. born there, just there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, now, what? Uh, their Chicago lands is humongous. So, was it Chicago proper? Was it one of the burbs? I was born in the burbs, uh, mm -hmm. and I moved to Chicago proper in my twenties, probably early twenties. Okay. Which one of the burbs? Harvey. Okay. Way south. Different city now, but it was mm -hmm. a vibrant city back in the seventies. Gotcha, gotcha. There, uh, I've let's see, I've uh, we've had some friends in Naperville. My sister lived a couple different places. Uh, Frankfurt, uh huh. Frankfurt uh, is west. There's a million of them. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just too much. Yeah. Um, 
And then, uh, so what? And what's uh, gr- growing up in Chicago? Uh-huh. Uh, how did you get involved in in uh, this kind of uh, work? Well, nonprofit is it's new for me. Mm-hmm. I basically a lot of my career was in higher ed, and so I was a administrator mm-hmm. in the higher ed university field for years. Mm-hmm. And I was looking to do something different, and so I was searching for something different. Didn't think I would still be here in the Midwest, really in the Midwest, <laughs> in, in Nebraska. I was looking something more so west, like mm-hmm. California, sun, beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was called to come here, and so um, saw City Impact, and my brother, who has been here for over 30 years, he told me to look more into City Impact, and so I did, and mm-hmm. and voila, here I am. Oh, that's awesome. Now, being from Chicago, you might think of Nebraska as being West as opposed to Midwest. We think of ourselves as Midwest, but uh, from a Chicago point of view, where does the West begin? Hmm. Here. Probably here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. this is Nebraska is really Midwest, and so I do get that, but yeah. anything pretty much left to us depending on how you're looking at it, the map left or yes. right it's it's off a little bit yeah yeah absolutely um so now working in a university setting then i mean uh, how did you get started with that oh um well i kind of uh stumbled into that because first i was working i was an x-ray technician so i did mm-hmm. that for a little while and then i thought to go into the medical center uh, medical field, um, but doing something different, not so much x-ray technician. And so um, I saw a position at the university, one of the, the major universities in Chicago, and I just loved it. I was working with internationals, um, professionals um, that was mm-hmm. coming into the medical center, which it was Rush Medical Center, but they had their own university. Um, and I loved it. And, and I just Decided to stay in it and wanted to do more, and it kind of morphed into other leadership roles and mm. going into other areas, um, another university, another state university, mm. which was Governor State. And so I ended my career being there, building their um, recruitment department there. So, mm. yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was some good stuff. And I love working with students, and I love working with, especially in my role, I was working with all kind of students, so mm-hmm. adult students and um, high school students, and so I really love that. Oh, that's great. Now, very, very important question to me, who is a, a huge fan of sports, and when you grow up in Chicago, who, I mean, I assume you root for the Bears and the Bulls, and uh, what's the hockey team? The, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Should have known that. <laughs> don't, don't give a hoot about ho- hockey. <laughs> but but college-wise, I mean, there's Northwestern up there, but there's not really a lot in Chicago, so you got to kind of pick and choose. Was it, Was there a... Uh, collegiate team that you kind of rooted for? Oh, it depends on what I was watching. If it was football, it was more so Illini. Mm. Um, if it was basketball, it was more so DePaul. Ooh. My alma mater, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know, DePaul, uh, they used to be kind of a powerhouse. Oh, yeah, back in the 80s, that's when I fell in love with them. That's why I wanted to go. I wanted to go to DePaul, mm-hmm. even though it was years later. But uh-huh. I love the Blue Demons, and so... Always yeah. would just keep up with him, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, what's the so um, adjusting to Lincoln again? I, I don't know. It's it's a, a lot of people describe it as a big small town. What are some of the adjustments of coming to a place like Lincoln? Lincoln is is like a lifetime movie. 
It's a hallmark <laughs> movie. It's not a big small town to me. It's a small small town. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so quaint and it has its its personality, which is good. And so it just reminds me of <laughs> a hallmark or lifetime movie, like you from a big town to a small town. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, very 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 quiet. Ah. <laughs> People go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, you know, the I I suppose. You know, that's for me, that's just because of age, you know, <laughs> yeah. there, there's no way I, I just can't uh, stay up the way I used to. But uh, it is it is interesting that, uh, you know, now I grew up in Lincoln. Mm. So Lincoln's normal sized, right, to mm. me. And then I think of all the small town would be something, you know, really, really teeny tiny, like like my dad grew up in a town called Firth that has a population of 200. See, yeah. yeah. See, to me, that's more like country. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could definitely understand that. <laughs> and then the, the well, uh, anything else that was difficult to adjust to uh, in terms food, of food, food. So, mm. you know, Chicago is one of the major food hubs in the world. Mm. And I'm a pescatarian, so I just do seafood. And so Lincoln mm. doesn't have a lot of seafood. But I, I'm so glad I, I was told about Monty Spot, which is surf and turf. And so Ooh. I go there for my seafood. Mm-hmm. Um so that's good, mm-hmm. but this is a meat and potato state, and so it's, it's it doesn't do well with us people that don't eat meat. <laughs> yes, that is true, and that probably ruled out uh, Runza's for you too. Oh yeah, and you know, back in the day when I used to come to Nebraska when football was great, mm-hmm. I loved Runza. Runza was mm-hmm. one of the major places I would go to. That's when I ate everything. Mm-hmm. So it was Runza, and then what's that other restaurant that's downtown? Um, Misty's. No, it's it's uh, they have one downtown and one south. Laszlo's. 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 Oh, yeah. I love the beer battered onion rings. Oh yeah. So certain, certain things I remember from back in the day. Yes, yes. That's uh, people love Laszlo's. In mm-hmm. the words of Yogi Berra, that place is so busy nobody goes there anymore. Yeah. It's it's just <laughs> always, but and it is good food. I'm not saying it's good. If you don't, if you're Laszlo's, don't. I, I love Laszlo's. <laughs> I eat Laszlo's. I recommend Laszlo's. But one of the things they get about Nebraskans is humongous portions. Yeah. You, you never walk out of that place hungry. No. That's the honest to God truth. But Lincoln has built up since the 80s and 90s. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of new businesses and new restaurants, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and so it's more of a variety, and so I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, then we're going to dig into how you left the comforts of Chicago mm. to come to the small town of Lincoln that... Uh, that uh, other than a couple of years in St. Louis is the only place I've ever lived. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're yeah. going to have to uh, tell me about that adjustment and this call to uh, go to City Impact. Sound yeah, good? Yeah. Sure. All right. Let's take a little break here. You were listening to Friendly Fire, uh, talking to Christy Goodwin today. She's the executive director of City Impact here in town. And we're glad to have you along. Freshen up the coffee. We're just getting started on a Friendly Fire Saturday here on The Voice of Lincoln, 1499 KLIN. Keeping the topics lively and the conversation civil. This is Friendly Fire with Stu Kearns on The Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. We are back. It's Friendly Fire Saturday talking with Christy Goodwin. She is the executive director of City Impact. And uh, City Impact, now, by the way, we're going to talk a lot about City Impact. So if you want to give them just a snapshot, we'll do a a massive uh, shameless plug later. Mm -hmm. But for the people who are listening, and if they don't know what City Impact is, what's your your elevator uh, pitch for City Impact so people know 
uh, what we're talking about. Faith-based nonprofit organization that works with youth, kids, and families to help them uh, really navigate the world with Christ-centered worldview perspectives. Mm, wow, I like that. Uh, there and by the way, the uh, and we'll get to this in the shameless plug too. But the current uh, facility that you have, North Thirty Third. Yeah, ten thirty-five North Thirty Third. Yes. Right next to uh, Peter Pan Park. Yes. Yes. Right and next by to the, it. And, and right next to the bike trail. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, one of the one of the benefits of being right along the uh, the corridor there, uh, abandoned railroad line now. Can you imagine that being a railroad line? Really? That's weird, isn't it? It is. Yes, going right through the heart of that neighborhood. Huh. Uh, but uh, but now a wonderful bike trail. So you're you're happy. You're living in Chicago. You're doing you're 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 having a good life, and all of a sudden. Uh, this opportunity to work for a nonprofit in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, pops up. Tell me about that. I was looking for something that really tickled a lot of my experiences in education. So, um, I went to seminary. I have a master's degree in education as well as business Mm. uh, and theology. So I wanted something that really encompassed all of that, uh, city impact at first at my first Viewing of City Impact, um, I didn't know if I really wanted to go into a nonprofit because I just know the work that goes into that. Mm-hmm. God saw different, and a lot of my thoughts became looking and delving more into what this organization was about and what they did, what they do was pretty much on point to really what my next move needed to be. Mm. So the stress of working for a not-for-profit just kind of lessened and more about there's work for you to do. Mm. And then that's what really spun me into getting into that pool of, of delving more into the organization and wanting to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned a brother. Is any other family here? That's, I uh... do have cousins and I do have an aunt that's here, yes. Okay. Was that a little bit of a tug to, to be closer to some family or not? Uh, it didn't make or break my decision. No, no well, yeah. I wouldn't expect that, but <laughs> it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. No, yeah. it didn't hurt. It was, yeah. it was, it was good to know that I had people here. Yes. Yes. Um, now when, when I was involved with city impact years ago, we were, it was just, you know, the very, very early stages and trying to figure out what's going on and what we're doing. And there was kind of a pastor's advisory board. So I don't really think I was on the, the board board. I think it was on this kind of founding advisory board. Uh-huh. Um, um, but uh, immediately, uh, the, the, it was clear that there were a, a ton of needs, a mm-hmm. ton of opportunities, if you could put it that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it was really fun to see people kind of jumping in mm-hmm. and, and getting involved. Um, when, you're, uh, when you're looking to add volunteers and add people to the ministry, uh, where, where are those volunteers tending to come from? Or where, where, are, you, where are you looking for them? Um, our volunteers come from various areas. Some are teachers, some are retired teachers, some work or have or are members of churches. Some are used to work in the library. Some they just come from everywhere. Um, mm. There's no specific area, um, and I think that's what makes City Impact wonderful because we do. We, we're open to getting volunteers to meet the need of our programs, which now we have Literacy and Bible Club. And so it's really getting volunteers that understands who we are, what we're about, and we make sure that we 
let our volunteers know that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they do feel comfortable being there and can do the work that's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, there now in, Back in the day when I started, there were hardly any facilities whatsoever. Mm. But now there's a fairly, uh, and again, I haven't taken the latest tour. I'm, I need to stop down. Need to come. Let, okay, let's give me a tour. What What are some of the, uh, and again, facilities are not the answer to every question, but they don't hurt. Uh, they, they, they can be an asset. It's funny. I even tell my congregation that, you know, it's like realize that this facility we have is a luxury. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the people who do the work, but what, what is the current state of the facility then? What kinds of things do you have down there? Yeah. I mean, if you've never been to city impact, you need to come stop by and take a look. So we do have about five classrooms. Um, we have a gym, we have a multi-purpose room, we have a library, Mm. Um, for kids and some for adults. Um, we have an art room and we also have a production studio that we're looking to really make active within this next year or so. So there's a lot at City Impact um, mm-hmm. that we rent our space out depending on what you want to use it for. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have basketball teams that rent out our our gym for practice for the kids. Um, and if you want to come and do a uh, basically have some meetings or if you want to have a leadership team meeting. I mean, mm-hmm. we have from churches to various community orgs, you know, people come out and re- they rent our space for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's an, it's a beautiful space. What's what's it like? Um, I mean, Peter Pan park right there. I mean, uh, there's a skate park there, right? Yep. It's, yeah. How does that connect up with what you do or is it come in handy or not? Not really. Um, I, we're looking for more mobility in that area where we have people that's riding their bike or running or walking. Uh, they use the various facilities at Peter Pan Park. They have like a, a tennis court. They have a baseball. Uh, what do you call it? A baseball diamond? There Is that go. what you call it? Sure. See, I'm not an expert yes. in that area. But <laughs> they have a lot of space um, that we can really utilize and pull people in Um mm to be a part of some of the services that we offer. Speaking of baseball, by the way, I forgot to ask, uh, Cubs or White Sox? I'm a Sox. So, I'm a Southsider. You yeah. got you got well. There's a lot of Sox. <laughs> but you fans know out what? Here. But I'm I'm really a Chicago fan. So yeah. as long as our teams are doing great, I'm I'm there to support. Okay, okay, that's right. No, I, there, you're going to find a lot of Sox fans out here. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, uh, and uh, but mostly Royals fans, who are that, which means they're mostly sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you uh, uh, then when you, when you looked at this again and, and you connected and talked with the board and everything, what were some of the questions that you needed to get to get answered to know that yeah, I think this might be a fit. I don't think I ever had the mindset of that this might be a fit. I think mm-hmm. um, in meeting with the board, meeting with the staff at the time, it was more of the energy um, and the work and how involved uh, our board is and what they know. Um, but the the consistent messaging that I got from everybody was that the kids love to be there. It was mm-hmm. it was focus more so on our, our youth. Um, and they love to be there. They felt safe. They felt like, you know, they love to be with one another, meet different people. And it, it was just a mm-hmm. hangout spot um, mm-hmm. for them. And so I got that, the energy, great. Um, and so it, it never was a thing that it was, you know, I had to really contemplate it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of just fit well with what I wanted in life and the stage of my life. And so, um, 
questions were answered. Um, you know, if they had questions for me or anyone, it was more so like, you know, why here? Why now? And that's a question that, you know, I constantly do ask God, you know, mm. why here? Why now? And I think it's more because this is where I need you to be. And so mm. now it's just walking that journey into mm -hmm. trying to unravel what all that's going to going to be. All right. Let's take our second break. And then when we come back, uh, I want to dig in a little bit more about uh, uh, the work down there and the kind of people that, uh, again, I know that all kinds could be, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the details of that. Sure. Uh, it's a Friendly Fire Saturday talking with Christy Goodwin. She's the executive director of City Impact. Glad to have you along. You're listening to The Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Interesting topics to kick off your weekend. Looking at the news with an eye of faith. Friendly Fire with Stu Kearns, 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back. It's a Friendly Fire Saturday uh, talking today with Christy Goodwin. She is the executive director of City Impact. And uh, Christy, you mentioned a couple of times that you were, uh, this is, a, City Impact is faith-based, mm -hmm. and you were raised in the church and, you, and about, uh, you know, sensing God's call uh, here. Um, if you don't mind, just uh, just uh, share with the listeners, uh, how did you become a Christian? How did you, how did you uh, trust Christ? Uh, mm -hmm. Because you're, uh, when we say faith-based, in this case, we're talking about the Christian faith. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... Being being raised basically, and it's it's a little joke of mine when I say I was basically born in church. I wasn't literally born in church, but church it was just a part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and so I knew the importance of having a relationship with God, even though I took it for granted because being in church and growing up in a church and being active and having parents that were evangel uh, not evangelicals but, but evangelists mm. um doing some really hard work in the street ministry which they did i get i got to see a lot of things growing up um mm -hmm. that a christian would normally see um and it wasn't really until probably my early 20s when i recognized you know i need to i need to have more of a relationship with god um mm. and what would that look like and so I started taking things um, more seriously as it related to me and my life and my relationship. And I had a lot of why questions and that kind of morphed into me about a few years later. I would say maybe about 10, 15 years later when I really wanted to delve deep into the word of God and what is God have for me? Like what is what is my experience with God like? I can't I can't live my life life based off of what I've seen in the past. I mean, it's good to know that, but mm -hmm. I'm my own person, and so how am I developing that relationship for myself? Mm -hmm. So I just did the I did the work. I don't want to say I just did it like it was easy, but I did the work. Um, I you know stayed in my word, um, prayed more, um, asked questions, and that's what kind of morphed me into seminary because I needed a deeper understanding into mm. some things and why the world moved the way it did. Um, and my uncle was a really good part of that because he was a world and U.S. historian. And so he helped me to be able to see just how life was led, how life kind of worked. And then the religious part kind of just undergirded that in mm. a way that I was just more appreciative um, and really 
uh, found my own spirituality in in a true sense of what that meant and what that is Mm. and been able to really talk more about with friends or family talk more about the importance of having that spiritual connection um, with mm-hmm. God. And so it was, it was really a journey. It, it took a while and distractions happen, things happen. I'm mm-hmm. a woman. And so, you know, with that, you know, you just want to do things and you want to experience life, mm-hmm. but it comes a time when you just have to just stop and say, you know, what is this all about? And that's yeah. pretty much where I was. Yeah. What are some of the things, uh, what are some of the ways that, uh, you know, the Christian life is not a little template where you just poke everything in and it all works. Mm-hmm. What are some of the what are some of the things in your life that you've practiced that help have have helped deepen that uh, relationship with God? You mentioned just being in the Word and prayer. Is there is there anything else that uh, uh, again, not trying to set some kind of a template that no, everybody yeah. needs to do what Christy does, but but I think I'm always curious as to hear what fuels your faith, what kind of feeds your faith. I I. I'm a journal. Well, I'm not a journalist like that, but I, I journal. Um, uh-huh. I'm a thinker. I'm an introvert by birth um, with extrovert jobs. Hmm. Um, so when things come to my mind, I write it out. I kind of express it. And then I do a thing of just talking. I just talk and, and I just have conversations with God and people that just don't know how to do that. It's more of, just trusting that someone is listening um, mm. and that someone understands you and someone gets you. Mm. It's really a spiritual connection. And so it's it's not easy, but to understand that there is a, a God that is a living God and, and a God that really understands where you are, regardless of where you are and, and who you are and, and what you're about. I mean, that's that's all ingrained Um, and so Mm. it's kind of just I used to write a lot um, listen to gospel because that's what I sang for years and so Mm. music um, really um, triggers some good soulful um, soulful things in me that it just has its own way of ministering Um, Mm. and so and I stick around people that have same like-minded views not not so much views but like-mindedness as it relates to growth and Mm. having these good conversations of spirituality or just how to navigate certain spaces in life you know that could just Mm -hmm. be you know i have an issue in this particular area how do i overcome that and so it's really knowing that there's some natural needs and some natural concerns that a person has so it's finding people that understand can understand that and help you get to the next place. And so where, where is God in it? That's always was, that was always a question that was asked to me, like, you know, where's God in that? And a lot of times you don't see it. You don't see God if you're angry or somebody upset you, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when you step back and you really think about it, cause everyone has those pausable moments where you can just sit back and you just say like, why did I react that way? Or why am I thinking this way? And why am I feeling this way? Those why questions, those answers will come to you if you really just take the time to sit back and just think about those things. And so that for me, my process was that. And and not all the time was that process even easy for me, but I knew that it worked for me to be mm. able just to write things out and, and have a confidant, have somebody that you can really talk to about any and everything and be okay mm. with that. Mm-hmm. 
I, I just think it's fine. Everybody, you know, functions in different ways. I do some journaling, but, uh, and it's helpful when I do it, but then I, I just lose it and I don't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm on a sabbatical right now where I'm trying to get back to a little bit of that because yeah. it is helpful. It is. But I, I'll go years and not do any journaling at all. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe I ought to try that again. So I, I just love to hear what people are doing to stay connected uh, to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, and sometimes we need to freshen it up a little bit. Yeah. As you were talking, we're, um, you know, these are such polarizing times. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the the left is further left, the right is further right, and every, anybody in between feels very uncomfortable. But one of the few things that seems to still be, uh, that seems to speak to almost everyone across the spectrum is loving people, serving people, uh, in investing your life in helping people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's your sweet spot. That's, mm-hmm. that's city impact, right? That's right. How does a how does a, an organization like city impact? And I know this is not completely possible, but, but to some degree kind of transcend the whole, yeah. the whole divisions that are happening in our culture today. You know, I think for us, um, it's important to just understand where people are. I think that's the first, that's the first thing, you know, we, we work with kids and, you know, we talk to parents and it's just mainly just trying to get an understanding of what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. what, what, how are you feeling and, and explain And a lot of times they, kids can't explain that you, they sometimes do, but mm-hmm. It's just really meeting people where they are. I think that's the first thing because one, that that person has to be able to trust you first. People mm. are not just going to talk to you. People are not just going to express themselves. Mm. So you have to be able to ha- harness a very good and authentic conversation. And people know when you're just not being real. And so mm. we try to keep things very real with our, um, our population that we're working with. Um, and from that, it spins into this great body of work where they trust you, they love you, they they want to have conversations with you and you could just talk about things. Um you could talk about, you know, why did you react that way? You could talk about why are you angry and why are you irritated? Why are you upset or what's happening, you know, what's happening, what's going on at home. You can have those conversations. So City Impact has done well um throughout the years which is meeting people where they are. And then being able to have these conversations that opens up things, you know, first natural, then spiritual. So you you want to be able to meet the need of the natural person, the natural human, to open up and have further conversation. Yeah, that's great. Let's take one last break. We come back, we're going to do a little shameless plug. And then uh, maybe we'll also think about uh, any any ideas you have for the future. Oh, yeah. And and also how people can connect with City Impact. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a Friendly Fire Saturday uh, talking today with Christy Goodwin. She's the executive director of City Impact. And glad to have you along on The Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Bringing you local voices to break down the news of the week. Friendly Fire with Stu Kurds on The Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Rolling right along on a Saturday morning, uh, talking with Christy Goodwin. She is the executive director of City Impact. And Christy, it is that time of the program every week where we do what I call a shameless plug. So just plug away as much as you can about City Impact. Hey, or, I'm or ha- happy to do a City Impact. We have a literacy program and we also have a Bible club program um, twice a week. We are expanding for the first time our program for the summertime for six weeks, um, three days a week in the summer. We are looking for volunteers 
absolutely volunteers, volunteers, volunteers for this program. We also are having for the first time an athletic camp that's going to be ran by Coach Ron Brown and some um, of the Huskers, uh, football Huskers, um, this summer in July uh, for three days. Uh, I want to say it's July 11th, 12th, and 13th. Uh, at Peter Pan Park, and so that's going to be awesome. And in September, September is going to be our kickoff for our mental health programming. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Erica J. Kendrick coming in from L.A. She's a bipolar and a suicide survivor, and she's going to be coming to talk about her story and also some tools to help us to be able to cope. So we are very Mm -hmm. excited about that. So if you want to know, go to our website, www.cityimpact.org, to find out about everything volunteering. You can fill out online, but we are looking for volunteers that is awesome and i'm sure if somebody had a financial gift you wouldn't take that turn that down either absolutely if you want to drop it off if you want to donate online please do so we will be there to accept it we're happy to have it that's right it's great now by the way one of the one of the things that if if anybody knew anything about uh, city impact they might have known about gifts of love yes and i know covid and life and blah Mm -hmm. blah blah blah, all the things that have happened but this last year did that get rebooted? Yes. Gifts of Love was great. Um, this past year, we had Gifts of Love, and we're going to have it again this year. So we're looking mm. forward to that. And it will be December, the week of the 11th. So look out for that information. Explain a little bit about how that works and how they uh, how folks might be, able to, they might be able to help with that, actually. Yeah, so Gifts of Love is a huge volunteer volunteerism event. Um, and if you are interested, you can actually go to our website, info at cityimpact.org, and send us an email. Um, the registration for volunteers will be opening up probably sometime in July, August, more than likely. Um, so you can come, you can sign up, you can volunteer. It's a, We turn our place into a store. Um, and so our CI families, our CI kids, and the community, community can come and shop. Um, for brand new items, 75% off bikes as well. You can come and you can get some gifts for your family, for your kids, um, for one another, um, the month of December. And so it's a great time to shop. It's a great time to volunteer. It's huge, great excitement. We would love to have you if you're interested. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you were, let me dial back. You were, you were talking about trust and how important trust is. But when I think about trust, um, it takes a lot of time, and it's easily broken, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's then it's rebuilding. Uh, is it, it seems to me like in what you're doing, patience is is almost a prerequisite. Yes. Am I am I correct? Patience is, but it's not that long that our population, well, our kids, our youth, trust us. I mean, once they do, it's like it's love all around. We love them; mm. they love us. And it's just it just embeds it breathes like more of this and mm-hmm. and they just they just love it so yeah, yeah. it's not hard with the young young ones but uh, you know but uh, well it's great to, I mean it's great to know that you're making progress there and everything but I yeah. just it seems to me like it's uh, uh, I don't know it may you know children I forget you forget that children are trusting they they want to trust yeah. they want to have somebody in their life who That's they right. can look to and it's, it's it's sad that there aren't that many uh, that are there. As you look at the future, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that, in your mind, you think, well, we're not – somewhere down the line, we might be able to do X, Y, or Z. Are there any, any kind of dreams that are out there right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, first, it's really maximizing our facility day and night. Mm. Um, it's being able to uh, bring in more um, population of kids and families to be a part of our programming. 
Mm-hmm. Um, our programming is pretty much solidified. So we're always going to have literacy and Bible club, athletics, athletic camp, as well as mental health. Mm-hmm. Those are our pillars. And so futuristically, we I see more city impacts in other um, cities, uh, in other states doing the same kind of work. And so that's the big dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, uh, If you had to draw like a big uh, circle of of how far the reach is. I mean, I know you can reach kids from anywhere in the city, but, but the, the typical uh, kids who are, uh, is it a half mile radius, a mile radius? How, how far? It's, it's are about, kids a mile. about a it's mile. About a mile. It stagnates uh, depending on where the location. Um, we have different hubs of kids from different parts of Lincoln. So mm-hmm. it's not just around the building. Mm-hmm. They're in different, different areas. And so, yeah. Our our plan is to really saturate the area where we are. Yeah, yeah. So how do you how did you connect up with the Huskers to get? Did Ron Brown do that, or how did that happen? Well, Ron Brown is on our board, and Ooh, so we're very well, that doesn't hurt. yeah. So we're very excited that yeah. he's a part of our board. Yeah, uh-huh. and he knows that I came into City Impact wanting athletics, um, mm-hmm. and so he as well as some others have offered up their expertise to help us get started with that. Mm-hmm. Sports always draw kids, so oh yeah, that's an easy win win. Yes, that is an easy one, but uh, but it's not always easy to get uh, players who have you know, are willing to spend a little bit of time. Yeah, and uh, so but you leave that to Ron. I leave that to Ron, and also my nephew is on the football team, John Goodwin. So he he oh. helps too, and um, the the Huskers football team there. There's some nice. A nice, a nice team. Now, what position does he play? I don't know. See, don't don't give me the <laughs> don't give me the talking. I want to say tight end. I want to say he's a tight end. Okay. My brother's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. See, I wasn't ready for that question. I don't know. You all just look up John Goodwin. You'll see what, what positions he plays. Well, you see, now everybody's going to do that. We're going to get online. Right. We're going to Google John Goodwin, and we're going to find out that he's a defensive end or see? something like that. See? see? So it'll be, but he'll still have end in there somewhere. I have a feeling. <laughs> right? Have Have you been to some Husker football games? Then? I have. I have. Okay. Yeah. You got to admit. That's, you know, that's kind of a thing. That's, uh, you know, I mean, I know that, uh, sh- you know, Chicago has a lot of sporting events. But, yeah. But that's that's kind of a thing. It's it's wonderful to see the sea of red. I'm yeah. not going to say it's not. It's it's a great, great yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, you know, you all love the Huskers. And I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll get there. It's, you know, it's, I, yeah. it's it takes time. But, it you does. know, I love the Huskers. I think, yeah. I think, I hope that they come back to, you yes. know. To the former greatness. To the former greatness. That's right. Now, and in all fairness, the, the they have to earn it. They, have they to, do. They have to earn it from us. They I, do. You know, it's funny. I finally became a season ticket holder after oh. all these years. I'm like, I'm not going to spend because they make you have to make a donation, right? Ah. I'm like, I'm an alum. <laughs> Why do I have to make a donation? But finally, I thought, okay, the years are slipping away. <laughs> so I went ahead and I just bit the bullet, got the cheapest, <laughs> you know, donation you can make, and got the tickets. And then they stink. <laughs> Every year that I've had tickets, they stink. Well, listen, so. I'm, you all don't have a pro team. I'm a Bears fan. I get yeah. it. I mean, you know, but you mm. you gotta st- you gotta still support. You gotta yes. still stick there and let them know that you were there. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, the Bears have their franchise quarterback. Yeah. Are they gonna? Are they are they on the upswing? Yeah, I hope so. That's my prayer. Look, <laughs> pray for anything. I hope that that's it. <laughs> hey, any team that can play defense, usually the way the, way the Bears play, mm-hmm. they and now you've got an actual legit yes. uh, uh, franchise quarterback. Yeah. 
Uh, he just he needs he needs some targets. He needs some targets. Yeah. 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 I've, we've we always been concerned about the offense, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I I just think it's not that far away. I think it's just a few clicks. By the way, for us Chiefs fan down down here, yeah, we're we're kind of enjoying the last few years. You know, I enjoy the Chiefs. The Chiefs are they they've come up. They yeah. really they're doing great. So yes, I celebrate it. There you go. That's right. Um, well, uh, anything else that you want to mention about City Impact or things that are upcoming? You know, I just say keep checking out our website. Uh, donate to us if you feel like what we're doing is great. I think that we are doing some great work. And, you know, if you have time, volunteer. Volunteer is not a lot. We don't have a lot of hours. It's just, you know, an hour here, an hour there. And so if you can just give up your time, we would mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it. Yes, yes. Uh, time is one of our most valuable assets. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and by the way, somebody out there might be saying, you know, I'm retired. I, I don't know. Kids, I, I, I'm not sure if I can relate to kids anymore. And uh, what would you, what would you say to them? Of course you can. <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Of course you can. And it doesn't mean you have to volunteer actually working with kids. We have a lot of other things that you can do. So just call us, let us know. Absolutely. Well, that yeah. is great. Well, I'm glad that the Lord brought you here. And well, uh, I think uh, great things seem to be in store for City Impact. Yeah, yeah. We're excited. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, so, again, thanks to Christy Goodwin here for being in the in the studio today. And, uh, well, if they're, uh, I look forward to getting more connected. And I hope that uh, these summer programs go well as, uh, as well. Oh, absolutely. We have a great team, so I'm sure it's going to be quite exciting. That's awesome. Uh, Christy and I uh, leave you today saying, as I always do, to think about it and talk about it. We'll see you next week.